and I feel like I've just used getting dressed as like my backbone. Mm. Welcome to Model Student. Do you want to introduce yourself just very quickly? Yes, of course. Um, my name is Hannah. I'm 21. I live in Salt Lake and I am currently studying fashion design and merchandising and working as a social media manager and freelance stylist. Beautiful. Amazing. <laughs> I feel like um, I was thinking about you this morning and I, I like, I feel like as the story always goes, I found you on Instagram first. So I like came across you, but you are like, instead of being, and this will sound so dumb, but instead of being like an Instagram baddie, so to speak, you're very much like an Instagram sweetheart and just oh so God. darling and cute. And um, you have, as it's showcased on your Instagram, like an impeccable sense of style. So when did you become interested in fashion? I guess should be the first question. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I've always loved fashion, like as long yeah. as I can remember. Um, I feel like it really started to become like a true passion of mine when I was a freshman in high school. Um, my grandma gave me clothes from the 50s and 60s and I just thought they were so cool and I was so fascinated by them and I just slowly and surely incorporated those into my wardrobe um and I feel like growing up I was never never able to like afford the trends that were popular at mm. the time like Hollister and Abercrombie yeah. and all the cool girl things so I feel like <laughs> I was kind of just like forced um to be creative with it and think outside the box for my style um and I would say that still rings true today I kind of just use vintage as a way to feel like I am high fashion I guess or like, like myself and stylish because I've always loved magazines and runway shows Mm -hmm. and the double wears Prada. Of I wanted to be a part of that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think that's where that was my kind of fashion awakening was watching the double wears Prada in fifth that grade. Movie, it changed the world for sure. It, it did. It changed my life <laughs> indefinitely. But so I'm interested then what your relationship to vintage clothes are and how it's kind of it seems like it's a um kind of central part of your style but then maybe also personality as well would you say yeah totally um absolutely I feel like I I just love how vintage clothing is not only like because fashion is always trying to emulate the past Mm -hmm. and I feel like today you see so many brands trying to create things like from the 60s and 70s and I just think vintage always does it better yeah you know always just like more it's more beautifully made and it's just lasted all this time and I think it's so special to find pieces that are gonna last you like your whole life like I have so many pieces 
vintage pieces that I got in high school that I have today and like wear today. And I think that's special, you know, it's, and there's something romantic about vintage clothing too. Totally. I think it almost makes you feel like, maybe this is just me, like so sentimental about everything, but it does like make you feel almost like more connected to like humankind just as a whole, especially because the pieces have lasted the test of time like if they're still in good condition now they kind of always right. will be you know absolutely but, so yeah. um who then were also your fashion icons and your in your inspiration for fashion it sounds like 60s and 50s kind of like main component but yeah, I really love the 50s and 60s um that I feel like vintage has always just been a a big inspiration but I also do like modern trends Mm. and I love designers and staying up to date with New York Fashion Week and just trying to intertwine the two totally um so I would just hope that my personal style is a mix of vintage but then also um modern trends long-lasting trends Um, and then I'm also really inspired by movies and TV shows. I love watching TV. Okay, so. what are some of your favorite shows? I have to know now. Well, I love The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Okay, I haven't seen that actually, but my friends have been watching it. So this is my like final sign to start watching nope. it. It's so good. Okay, amazing. And the costume design is amazing. Yeah. Like, so good. And like you said, like, there's just something, like, sentimental or, like, romantic when you watch a show like that. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I, I'm, like, wearing something that they were wearing and then when they were in this time. And yeah. it's just, like, kind of mind-boggling. Yeah, it's very classic, I feel, too. But I, yeah. like, I like that you said, though, too. It's not like, you know, you're walking straight out of the 50s. You still stay... Um, I don't know if relevant is the right word because I feel like that has a certain like connotation. But staying, um, I guess, maybe in the know is a better way to put of like what's going on now in trends, but taking your own twist on it, which I think is cool, making trends personal. I'm still trying to figure out how to do that, so maybe you can help me. Oh, my Um, gosh. I love you and your style so well that actually means the world coming from you (laughs) truly thank you so much Um, I was as as it goes stalking your Instagram and you have different highlights of like you can sew you've modeled you are a stylist as you said (laughs) and you have your newsletter you're like you do it all and I'm so impressed I kind of want to ask you about each individual skill if that's all right like sewing how did you learn to sew and do you still practice um so I wanted to learn how to sew because I loved fashion yeah and in high school there was um there was a fashion club and yeah it was it was crazy like it was just like this big club at my school and I'm from Arizona and it's like the smallest farm town so it's mm. really unexpected that yeah. they have something so creative but um um we basically the fashion club you would just like have to make a collection for the end of the year 
And I did not know. That's like no joke. Also, for a high school club, they're like Project Runway. Everybody get ready. Totally, like five look collections, and everyone's was so like scenic. Like Mm. would make like a whole performance out of it. It was just insane. Like I so badly wish I like had filmed it. I know. It's just like bizarre. That's so Um, funny. Yeah, but I didn't know how to sew. And a lot of the other people did. So I think what I did is I just, I found vintage and I thrifted and I upcycled. So I would just like shorten things and um, add sleeves to things, um, add bows. I would like cut up um, CDs and like glue it to a dress. So I kind of just winged it really YouTube yeah no Uh, I was just gonna say we love the girls of YouTube walking seriously like I just I learned better that way yeah everything up on YouTube definitely and I think it just went from there like to this day I still can't like really craft a garment from scratch that well like I could but it's not gonna be that wearable (laughs) yeah no I took a sewing class granted I was like 12 but it was the most frustrating like I kind of want to try it again just to see if I could like if I would be better at 21 (laughs) doing it no it is frustrating that's the thing it really takes a certain talent and skill so I applaud anyone and everyone I know like it's like yeah but the fact that you even know how to upscale pieces like that's or is that is that what it's called upscale yeah upscale upcycle yeah all that jazz but it is sustainable too at least that you're doing it from thrifted pieces so um and then modeling what's been your experience modeling do you do freelance or so I've really only done like commercial yeah freelance commercial modeling in Utah Um, it's been just like a very much a side gig for me. Um, but I've, I've loved it. It's, it's fun because I feel like Utah is really unique in that way where they have all these like small owned brands. Mm -hmm. And typically when you go to one of these shoots, you meet like all of the makers behind the brand and like a designer and, um, social media manager and just you get to meet all these people and model and it's it's a fun time you know I think everyone in Utah is like strangely connected oh totally totally yeah absolutely (laughs) and you have such a darling look too like your short hair I'm like oh I wish I could like have a haircut like that but my curly hair would be like don't tempt me my family's been like don't get bangs (laughs) like the past five years of my life but no you have such a just a, such a special look so what is it like then because you've styled shoots so what is it like um being in front of the camera and then behind like working the other end of it yeah I feel like they're very separated for me just because yeah. as modeling I've never tried to like build a portfolio or anything of it I truly just do it for fun That's, and I feel keep like it that way keep it that way yeah it's like it's truly just like unique to Utah like I probably would not model anywhere else like I just again everyone's connected here yeah for sure (laughs) but I definitely prefer being behind the camera and like behind the scenes yeah like 
so much more. It just, it's so much, it's just, it's way more exciting and thrilling for me and getting to dress other people yeah. and make them come to life is more satisfying. What is the so, process of like how, walk me through, cause I'm always so impressed from how people like get a concept to style and then like bring it to life. So what is that? Like, is there a Pinterest board that's being made or like, how do you, how, what is that like being a stylist on a shoot? I feel like there, it usually does start with a Pinterest board from the photographer mm-hmm. and they have seen my work and know my style. And usually they just say, I like this, but like, I want you to put your own twists on it and your own style. Cool. And I've been lucky enough that that's usually how it goes. Yeah. And they can kind of trust me to do my own thing with it. Um, But yeah, so I kind of just will take their inspiration. It's typically more modern and just try to put a vintage touch and an unconventional touch to it because I just love unconventional fashion and styling. So it reminds me what I've um, seen kind of of yours reminds me very much of like Wes Anderson, like, just like whimsical and just yeah unconventional and very beautiful and just so unique too from anything else really like it definitely has you can tell it has your touch on it which is oh thank you that's a big compliment because I love like romanticism and just romanticizing everything so it's like perfect that you can see that no of course what's (laughs) been um your favorite shoot that you've styled my favorite shoe um, was actually um, this time last year, I think. Um, I styled a shoe with my friend, Maya Buck. She's a photographer. Okay. And it was, this was just, just for fun. I wanted to, I had inspiration to create this like Victorian tea party oh, girl cool. group vibe. Wait, I think um, I remember seeing this on Instagram. It's like they're like decked out in yellow. Yes, yes. I know just the one. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, so that one is, I, we all just did it for fun, like five models, me and my friend Maya, and then my favorite, um, I source a lot of vintage from The Thrill of the Thrift. Okay, cool. It has like really unique pieces, like really, really old, like from the 30s and the 20s. Um, So we all just kind of work together and curated this shoe and I just think it came together exactly how I wanted and showcased like how magical vintage clothing mm. is and just that like Victorian girly vibe yeah. that I'm obsessed with. No, so I that would be my favorite. That's awesome. I wish I could like everyone go find it on Instagram <laughs> because it is I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about and it's so yes. like you're saying there's something like almost not untouchable because vintage is accessible but it like it is like does transport to like another world and like just opens up so many possibilities it's really really cool um I want to talk now about your newsletter which is brilliant thank Um, you (laughs) so when did you begin your newsletter I guess we'll start there um, I actually started it this time last year as well. <gasps> one year anniversary! Congratulations! Yeah, almost one year! Oh, that's awesome! Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you! You're welcome! Um, yeah, so it's been almost a year now. How did it, what was the, 
what made you what motivated you to want to start it so i always really liked magazines like rookie mag mm, or yeah growing up rest in peace i know to both of them <laughs> to both of them it's heart yeah seriously oh my gosh so you stepped but, into the space the world needed you and you just came oh my right gosh <laughs> my like 600 subscribers and me yeah world domination it's on its way no i love it and 600 is a big number too that's not like that's something to be proud of okay i'll take that thing (laughs) Uh, but yeah i loved those and i always wanted to write for a company like that Mm. i loved how like personal everything was like it was very like about personal style and just like putting your own twist on things rather than like following popular trends and I just so badly wish that I was like able to write for something like that um and also I feel like I would just get a lot of commonly asked questions on my Instagram like where I shop or what inspires me and I wanted it to be a way to um fulfill my little dream of being a writer even though I'm definitely not um and also just like sum up the answers to all of these questions that I'll get and just try to give people a better understanding of like why I am the way I am and why I dress the way I do I love it and the name is brilliant and I get dressed how did you come I have such a hard time. I mean, for this podcast, my friend Liz came up with it. Like, I can't even think of my own podcast. I love it, though. It sounds, like, so, like, sophisticated. Oh, thank you. But also, like, with the word student in it, it's just, it's perfect. Like, that, it makes me want to listen to it. I'm learning. I'm a learner. Um, But how did you come up with the name, And I Get Dressed? So, I get dressed every day most of the time (laughs) and I just annoyingly share my OOTDs on Instagram not annoyingly every day and I'm like people probably think I'm so annoying like that's like all I post most of the time I love it um yeah and so I feel like it just came to me I was writing down like attributes about myself and um that was one of them and I want you to know, too, that your contact currently in my... I wasn't going to admit this, but I will now. Your contact right now on my phone is Hannah Fashionista, because I couldn't remember your last name when I was trying to put it in. I, I that's just, my new last name. Yeah, just change I it. I like it. Legally change it. Um, no, but you really are... You're one of my style icons, I'll say. So I, oh when gosh. I saw that you had a newsletter, I was so excited. And I just had it, I just created a new email because I was using my university's email. And now I oh signed up gosh. on that one because it's like something was missing in my inbox and I couldn't figure it out. I was oh like, oh, it's Hannah. I'm missing Hannah. That's like too nice. No, no. And now. the way that you design it too is so cool. And I love like all Thank the themes you. of each week. How do you think of the theme like how what is your creative process (laughs) I need to know every detail um okay I would just say I try to think about what's inspiring me that week which is why sometimes there's weeks where I just don't put out a newsletter because I'm just like not feeling it yeah but most of the time like I'll just think about like an old movie that I really loved like um I remembered that I loved the movie Cafe Society I've never seen it I have to watch it Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and I 
wanted to do a newsletter about 1930s fashion and like why it should come back and um if I um watched a movie that I really liked or my favorite one that you did was on Diana Princess Diana I loved that one (laughs) thank you yeah I I thought I have a really fun time doing my I got just like an icon yeah ones because I'm kind of just like forced to put together outfits that I like hadn't thought of before totally and it's just like they're all like self challenges it's like forces me to shop my own closet which so. I feel like is so I feel like everyone should try that because I feel like sometimes I look at my closet and I'm like oh I'm sick of it and I feel like the solution that we've been like conditioned with is like oh just buy new clothes it's like well no just get creative and you do such a good job of showcasing that you know thank you of course it's really helpful to myself too because I also will look at my closet and just be like I don't know what to do yeah so it's just it's nice to just like force yourself to do something that makes you think about your closet in a different way definitely I so I'm curious then I feel like newsletters and podcasts are kind of like the new (laughs) the new wave of like um media for fashion like you're saying like a lot of like rookie is no longer with us man repeller is no longer with us but I feel like there's a lot of small spaces on their internet such as like TikTok and Instagram and whatever all of these things um that are kind of changing the discourse of fashion how do you from your perspective what do you think how is that like like what is that like you're a proper fashion student you probably know I feel like I'm just mostly on the consumer end of things um but I guess the question here is how has fashion changed the discourse of fashion or how has the internet sorry changed the discourse of fashion um, I feel like it's done a lot of good, a, yeah. a lot of good and bad, yeah. um, especially when it comes to TikTok. I know. <laughs> um, I feel like it, there's a really beautiful side of it where people are just doing like the simplest of videos showing what they're wearing that day. And it's talk, talking about where they got the pieces and why they love them mm. and just shining a big light on personal style and, yeah. um, what makes them happy and I think that's really great like I've found so many like very small Instagrams um of these people but they have like the most amazing style that like really speaks to me yeah totally Um, but then they have like the uh, the smallest amount of followers and I feel like I would have never found them had it been for TikTok just like knowing what's put on my free page yeah totally um but then there's the side where there's here's what I wear, would, would wear this week. And it's just like 20 outfits yeah. and it's the a lot like, of Shein. That's what I was just about to say, the $500 like Shein uh, hauls. Yeah, hurt, the hauls. The hauls. <laughs> and I think too, I was talking to Gretchen about this, um, about how 
TikTok just in general has like really quickened the trend cycle with yeah. like everything with music like there are certain songs that are so popular one week and then a week later I'm like oh I can't listen to this anymore exactly but definitely with fashion it'll be interesting to see but the upside is I love what you said about shining like a spotlight on personal style that you wouldn't have otherwise gotten to see because I mean correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like previously in the fashion industry it's really been like corporations or magazines um, that have kind of dictated what is fashionable so to speak totally what to wear what not to wear yeah oh my gosh yeah what, what was that reality show with Stacy and what's his name? Oh, it was oh shoot! I, I watch that show all the time. <laughs> I was like a makeover show. Yes, and they like throw out everything. What not, what not to wear? Literally, what not to wear? And they throw out everything in their closet, and I'm like, no, keep I some know. of it. Keep some uh, of it. But it would hurt my heart. I remember a lot of the time I would like like what they would wear before I know you're like wait I don't like this like you look like you just walked out of a catalog um so what then from your perspective is what do you consider the future of fashion to be as it relates to the digital space or just in general even yeah yeah I feel like because of social media and media in general uh brands have a responsibility to be more sustainable now Mm, and more ethical and more see-through about their factories and how they're producing everything. Um, And I think it's making people take a hard look at how they used to do things, like especially in the 60s where most of the clothes were made in the USA or hand-sewn or just sustainably made. And I think that's really important. I think it's great that more brands are committing to sustainability and um uh especially especially on tiktok like tiktok shines a light on that like sustainable brands you should shop instead of shopping um i've been reading that you should shop girlfriend instead of outdoor voices it's like more of an ethical company yeah i I wouldn't have known that had i learned about it on tiktok so I i think it's great i think it's i'm always looking for a Oh, lost you for a second. Always looking for a more sustainable option. Definitely. And I think it's that, good to know where your money's going. Exactly. And I think it is where I hope every company, just in general, across multiple businesses and industries, is moving to. Because yeah. you got to take care of planet Earth, first and yeah. foremost. And still get dressed stylishly and in our own unique ways. But, you know, I agree. Beautiful. <laughs> Okay, so final questions of the day. Um, have you always felt confident in your style and dressing as you please? Um, yes, I want to say. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. That's, yeah, that's I mean, great. it's definitely been a process. For sure. Um, like I said before, I feel like I was just kind of forced like, to dress in my own way because yeah. I didn't have that I couldn't like really keep up with the trends and I was just kind of the way it was yeah. and I didn't really have another choice um and I also feel like I've always wanted to dress uniquely like mm. since I was a little girl 
and I am a middle child. Oh, so yeah. I, I, like, just honestly, like, wanted a little bit more attention. Of course. <laughs> the middle child syndrome. So, yep. Yes. Absolutely. And I literally remember wearing, like, like the huge petticoats in my, oh, like, love. elementary school. And I'm sure everyone was making fun of me, but I thought I was cool. Yeah. So, and that's all that matters. I, I relate, though, in the sense that... I, you know, grew up, like, not being, and looking back, I'm like, these aren't even, like, cool, like, I don't, you know, it's like when you're in middle school, and, like, everyone has, like, the Ugg boots, and, like, Lululemon, and you're like, oh, I want that, but, like, you can't afford it. For me, it was so liberating. I feel like I started thrifting probably about, like, my freshman year of high school, and I remember, I still have, like, the denim Levi's jacket that I got, and, like, like a striped sweater, like turtleneck. And it just felt like being able to, yeah, have like a sense of uh, individuality and also feeling more like myself. Like Ugg boots are not me. They're comfortable and they're great for winter. But, you know, I think it does almost in a way kind of like jumpstart maybe individual personality when you can't, conform to everything else and it does build confidence in a way yeah, like really because it's like oh like you don't have another choice really yeah. like this is just how it is and it forces you to be creative and everyone wants to feel comfortable in what they're wearing so Definitely. you have to find that too even if you can't wear the Ugg boots yeah, I know <laughs> even if you're not an athlete sure you gotta find yeah, totally you gotta find so it's like we're a little lucky in a way. <laughs> I think so. What, so how then, I mean, obviously, I feel like confidence is just like an ongoing thing, but how has it evolved for you starting in, you know, from whenever, at childhood, adolescence to yeah. young adulthood? I feel like I have a lot of insecurities and I lack confidence in other areas, as most people do. Yeah. And I feel like I've just used getting dressed as like my backbone Mm. so even though I'm like insecure about like how I'm gonna do in school or like my personality or something I'm like thinking about at least I can like get dressed and like feel like a little closer to myself and like myself and use that as just my backbone to keep on keeping on I guess I yeah that's it's really interesting. I, yeah. I read your question and I was like, have I ever been insecure like about how I dress or like not been confident or like scared to wear something? Yeah. And like here and there, like I would have some like really crazy pieces that I would be like, oh, I, I'll wear this like on the weekend, but not mm, to school. Totally. Um, but for the most part, I feel like I would definitely wear some really ridiculous things to high school no, and I'm very embarrassed that I looking back but no. I'm proud of myself for doing that yeah at least you were wearing I feel like people look I feel like everyone looks back at like middle school and high school and like cringes at least I I may I feel like it's a pretty universal experience but at least like when I look back I'm like oh I you know was at least you were yourself in it yeah. and not like do you know what I mean? And trying to be like a whole other genre of person. Yeah. That I, and definitely. that would hurt. Definitely. And I've definitely gone through that 
Really? Because I was going to ask, like, growing up, and you said Arizona, which I'm sure is maybe similar to Utah in some aspects of... Totally. Kind of, like, small-town energy, even though Salt Lake is a city. It definitely, I feel like, has um, undertones of judgment, and yeah. you know what I mean? But I'm really impressed Absolutely. that you were able to be like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Wear this because I like it, and forget about you guys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I, to this day, have people ask me, like, why I'm so dressed up, even though I'm not, like, very dressed up. See, I I think that's such a thing here, it seems like. Mm -hmm. is like, because I'll do that, too, so I'm like, oh, I don't want to seem like I'm trying too hard, so to speak. So then you totally, like, kind of undercut yourself. But I feel exactly. like it is such a weird, like, cultural thing because I feel like in New York or L.A. or other places, it's, like, not even – you don't want to be underdressed there. Yeah, the even bigger, the better there. Totally, totally. Which I love. I love that mindset. And yeah. I feel like I um, – even though I live in Utah, I try to keep that in mind. Definitely, definitely. Go big or go home. Yes, yes. Both days. Yes. Why not? Life's too short. Exactly. Do you get – um like uh dirty glances or dirty looks and like if you're like a Trader Joe's so to speak or not is that like a silly question to ask I'm just curious no 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 not at all I actually get that question all the time really okay like totally and not that you're deserving of them at all it's more a reflection of people here yes yeah in fact I totally would get like I I get the weirdest looks all the time, like, and I think people just aren't afraid to stare you down here. (laughs) Like, I don't know what it is, but I moved here, and I swear everyone just like stares at me, and I I catch them, and they don't look away. Yes, no, it's like my dad said. I remember he said this was like years ago when he was driving me to elementary school, and we were stopped at a red light. And he's like, everyone here, he's from the Dominican Republic. And he's like, everyone here always looks like when they're driving side to side because he's like, because everyone is cousins here. But I'm like, everyone has a staring problem here. Like, I'm so glad I'm not alone because I've been saying this since I've moved here. No, And I feel like no one else has really like noticed. Because we're all used to it by now. Yeah, I guess that's true. But But yeah, it, it does get frustrating because... Sometimes I just, like, like you said, just want to go to Trader Joe's and, like, not feel like, like, feel like I can just be so in and out of there. Yeah. But I'm, like, oh, my gosh, like, people are staring at me, and it's, like, annoying. So I really just have to put myself in a mindset sometimes where I'm, like, worry about yourself, like, don't care about anyone else, and... I, so it's like a mental preparation thing. Totally. There's, yeah. do you follow CMOS girlies? They have like a podcast and. CMOS girlies. And that's Kate Glavin. Yes. And yes. And yes. yes. They have, Kate has um, a baseball cap called Men Are Fans. You just have to start thinking like have that like, it really is like fan mentality. Like, totally. like why are you staring at me? Yeah. Like, Even if it like. It doesn't matter. Like you just have to. It's you just have to like go your own way totally. and like mentally prepare and just be a little selfish. You yes. have to be like, I'm the only one that matters. <laughs> no, truly, and I'm sure in a way it's like it is. Not, it's not really like that, but it's good to just mentally prepare yourself for the worst. <laughs> absolutely, have that confidence too. It is almost like I don't know if catch twenty two is the right thing, but it's almost like you have to have a sense of confidence in order to 
you know, dress outside of the box and have your own sense of style. And then it's like the more that you do that, the more confidence that you have. It's like this interesting cycle of, you yeah, know, going it's like around. practicing. Yes. So you get better. Definitely. And it's you, really great. it's always so interesting to hear about um, other people's insecurities. One, because I would never know. Like you present yourself in such an elegant way. And Thank you. <laughs> you, no, you do such a good job, but it is almost comforting that might sound condescending but it is like comforting no, now. like yeah. everyone has their insecurities and yeah. you know insecurities shouldn't prevent you from dressing a specific way you know yeah absolutely but, and I feel like I feel bad because Instagram everyone's putting their best version of totally. themselves out there and I'm definitely guilty of that yeah I like when people are like transparent and I, I do want to be better at that because yeah. I just want people to know, like, I am not perfect. I got a lot of stuff going on all the time, yeah. like everyone else. And life is hard. But yeah. I can, like, just ignore it a little bit when I get dressed. I so. love that. And I feel like, too, I feel like for such a long time, I almost had, like, this internalized misogyny uh, guilt for being interested in fashion of, like, uh, it's una- it's silly it's you know whatever it's just clothes but it really is like you're saying like at least it sounds like in your experience like getting dressed helps with all these other areas of life and when the going gets tough you can still pick yeah. out a good outfit and exactly <laughs> no it's beautiful I love it so okay final question this I selfishly want to ask for myself <laughs> more than anyone else is what would your advice be for someone who's trying to find their style? Okay, so I feel like the best thing to do is think about just really, you got to think about like those pieces that really make your heart swoon, you know, like the collection from like five years ago that like you're still thinking about or um, some ad you saw from forever ago or a character in a movie that you just like really liked yeah. and just try to think about those things and um, take the time to emulate them as best you can. Um, like I had to really like take a hard look and think about what I like so I could create a wardrobe of those things yeah. because it's not good to, obviously to be like constantly buying into trends totally. and um it's not a great way to find your personal style yeah so I think you just like have to like think like what what is the most important to me like what collection has been my favorite and that goes for anything that inspires you like if you're inspired by like an influencer or a movie and just think about what about their style do you like and does that make you feel like your best version the best version of yourself like I realized that vintage was a big part of me and I've always I always want to like incorporate that into my style so I when I when I do have like the funds to buy something new um I have to like remind myself that like in the long run something vintage is gonna last me longer and it's gonna suit me better and it's gonna be best for me totally Um, and I also feel like a big thing is sometimes I would get wrapped up in being inspired by social media and Mm. TikTok a little too much and I feel like once you 
kind of put that away and just think about yourself and what you've worn in the past and what you want to wear, um, things kind of change where it's good. I'm not to say I don't get inspired by social media or people I follow, but it's just, it's almost better to kind of block that out and just like think about what works for you and what makes you feel good. And like the main character yes, yes, and just how you want to present yourself to the world. Totally. It's all so personal. Everyone now is so, so personal. And I don't think anyone really realizes like how much can go into a personal style, just all the little things. And I think it's, I love learning about why people dress the way they dress. I know it's so beautiful. And it is, um, like I I feel like and I trust me I love YouTube I love TikTok I love yeah. all all the things but it does create kind of like a mind fog of subconsciously of like well Emma Chamberlain is dressing this way so I should dress this way and I love her but our yeah. life experiences and our styles are very different so it's like you're saying like so much goes into personal style like the experience yeah. that you had of your grandma giving you your first vintage pieces like that's so unique and special just to you and I mean of course that's happened to other people but oh yeah totally the way that you've um maybe internalized it is the right word is so yeah so and just beautiful the way people connect things too yes, definitely like, liking vintage but then also remembering that like vintage old movies or yeah. old Audrey Hepburn oh. film would make me like get really excited when I was younger, but I didn't know why. Totally. And then later on, like connecting those and yeah. then that can be just part of your personal style. Definitely. It's almost like, um, I love the idea of, I feel like we're so the same in the sense that we're so romantic and I feel like I can talk so openly with yes. you about it, which is such a dream, but I love the idea of, and we both are in long, and you're married, we both are in long romantic relationships, but I still love that idea of like dating yourself and it feels like personal, finding your personal style is like that, like really sitting down and being like, what do I like? And why do I like it? And what's always resonated with me? And yeah. I love that you also love movies. I mean, rom-coms, I feel like, are, <laughs> like, central to who I am as a person. Oh, I love that, like, early 2000s. Yes, yes. And the style, like, I, uh, the wedding planner, like, truly, like, JLo's outfits and that, I'm like, everything I long for. Everything. Uh, and that's your thing. And that's my thing. That's my thing. <laughs> jot that down. Jot that down. Um, no, but it is, I, I, it's so, truly, I feel like I can conquer the world now listening to you. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Oh my like, gosh, that's I really nice. <laughs> no, but seriously, you're so, such a wholesome and just darling piece of this world and I'm so lucky that the Instagram algorithm helped me find oh you <laughs> I'm so flattered you asked me oh and of I'm course so glad to finally talk to you too because I, I, I feel like we have so many mutual friends I know, and I know. Been like dying to know more about you so well, next time next time I'm getting to know you <laughs> I know very one-sided but no I would love coffee or anything or I'll yes. help me shop we can go thrifting and oh my gosh. be my stylist I love that always thank you thank you is there anything else that you want to add or anything that you felt like was missed or 
Did we kind of nail it all? I think we nailed it all. I think you asked all the right questions. Oh, thank you. No, I feel like, really, I'm like, nobody can see it, but you've seen it this whole time. I've been like grinning ear to ear, but it really has been just so delightful talking to you. Um, Sign up for Hannah's newsletter, everyone. It's brilliant. It's so special. Um, But it has been so great talking to you. And I'll text you, uh, Hannah Fashionista, in my phone. Oh, my gosh. New name for myself. No, I, I, it just felt right, and now I'm like, I don't, I know your last name now, but I'm like, Hannah Fashionista is staying. Never change it. Never ever. But thank you so much, Hannah. Seriously, it was so lovely talking to you. Thank you, thank you. Okay, I will um, send you the episode when it comes out and all of the things. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. I also, again, I'm just so flattered that you like want to talk to me <laughs> yeah no it was like in an it was an obvious choice like you were the one of the first people on my list because oh, I feel like I learned gosh. so much from you genuinely but oh, thank you I, so much so I'm flying high today <laughs> I know I'm like this is the perfect start to my day I can go on just okay but anyways <laughs> thank you so much I will